Why are so many ranchers selling their cattle all at the same time? I had that question on the video I posted about the three mile trailer line of ranchers rushing to sell their cattle last weekend amid Texas drought. And the simple answer is they all ran out of grass at the same time. If you can find it this year, hay is costing between 85 and $100 per 1,000 pound bale. A cow will eat between 20 and 25 pounds of hay per day. This means feeding a cow here in Upper East Texas costs $2 per head per day if you are feeding them on hay. And while this may not sound like a ton of money, this means the hay bill would be $54,000 for a herd of 300 cows from June to September, only to turn around and spend that again over winter. And in today's market, ranchers simply do not have the margins to do this, at least not those who are ranching beef cattle as a sole means of income. But what about the fact that most ranchers do grow their own hay? Wouldn't this negate the costs? Well, hay yields are way down this year, even for the ranchers who do grow it themselves, and here's why. Fertilizer costs nearly tripled from January 2021 to January of 20. 22. Urea, which is the most commonly used synthetic nitrogen, nitrogen being the means by which a plant takes the sunlight and converts it into new growth on pasture, went from $320 to $920. Because of this price spike, many ranchers just opted to not apply it. And grass will grow without the application of nitrogen. It will just grow slower. Unfortunately, that was coupled with the rain shutting off. So low yields turned into no yields in a lot of cases. As Corbett Wall said, a lot of these pastures are just completely grubbed out, which means they are eaten into the ground. There is nothing left for these cattle to eat. Many of the ranchers you saw in this line here are small scale ranchers. You're seeing people bring in 20 or 30 head, not huge semi loads, which means these are small mom and pop ranchers. What happens at these sale barns is that the large buyers will come in and they will assemble huge semi truck loads and they will take them to larger processing facilities or larger feedlots. So the small liquidation comes in and creates larger shipments that filter their way through the food supply chain. And I know the dilemma that most of these ranchers are facing because this is my area and while it is on a micro scale I am running a ranching operation with beef cattle myself but one of the practices I practice on my farm is management intensive grazing I would highly encourage you guys to get your hands on this book and please buy it at shopshepherdist.com if you would sales there are a huge support to my farm but one of the practices outlined in management intensive grazing in chapter 22 is the concept of regular pasture inventories when the rain turned off I began the practice of taking a regular pasture inventory. And what this simply looked like was every evening I would go out and I would walk each pasture. Because I graze my animals in small temporary grazing cells using electric fencing, I would take a look at a pasture with a sufficient amount of grass in it and I would say how many of those grazing cells can I fit into this pasture. Those grazing cells would represent between one and five days. And by determining how many cells would fit into one of those pastures that I had full of grass, I would know how many days worth of feed I had for my animals before I had to start selling. And what I did for myself personally was I set a threshold. I said, if I get down to 30 days worth of grass left on the ground and there is no rain in the forecast and these triple digits persist, I gotta sell animals. And that's exactly what happened about 10 days ago. 
I did my pasture walk. I realized that my cattle had completely grubbed out, to use the term, half of a pasture, and they were going into what remained. And I had to begin to liquidate in order to avoid that level of impact across my 23 acres. And while it was not easy to realize I was down to my last 30 days of feed and I was in that zone where I had to begin moving animals, I was able to do so with that buffer of 30 days between my animals and starvation, or my animals and paying exorbitantly for feed to feed them. What's more is that through this management intensive grazing, I was able to budget my pasture. Putting animals into grazing cells using temporary electric fencing is like putting a round bale out. You can control how much they intake by the size of the pasture that you put them on day to day. So when I realized I was coming up against that 20, 30 days of pasture zone, I did tighten up just a little bit and I did size down on my paddocks so that I could fit more into the pasture that I had remaining. Now you don't wanna do this to the detriment of the animal. This is pretty safe to do on animals that are not lactating and animals that are not supporting offspring but you do wanna be a little bit more careful when you do have cow-calf pairs in there. So I would highly encourage you guys to grab this book, Management Intensive Grazing. Even if you don't apply every single principle, you're gonna pluck something out of there that's gonna help your operation overall. I'm gonna be posting about that trip, my first trip to the sale barn, and how much I actually made off of the cows that I sold there during this insane weekend. And once that is available, I will put it right here. But for now, watch whatever video did just pop up there, and I look forward to seeing you guys next time.